Hey, what is going on, everybody? My name is Courtney McIntosh. This is the Black Dad Chronicles, and today's podcast is going to be a little different. Um, so, one of the reasons why why I haven't had an opportunity to um, record, sit down and record a podcast episode is because uh, I rarely have time to just sit down and record. I am a, a moderately busy. I'm not like too busy, but there are other things that I could be doing instead of like uh, sitting down and recording a podcast. So in an effort to be more productive and putting out more podcast episodes, I am going to uh, try a little something different. I got my headphones into my phone, you know what I'm saying? So I am going to now uh, start doing a podcast episode when while i'm doing other things hopefully i won't make too much noise um you know get a you know i'm hoping it'll work i'm pretty sure it'll work i have some pretty good headphones that i'm using and like right now i am about to cook myself breakfast what is going to be my breakfast today oatmeal i'm gonna saute up some apples uh with some cinnamon curry powder try to you know freak it a little bit i i'm fancy you know so I like to, when, I, when I'm at home by myself, I like to cook myself fancy breakfast. I ain't going front. You know what I'm saying? What I got to lie for. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm about to do. Also, I have a French press. I am turning on my water and my teapot. So you guys will hear, will hear the whistling of a tea kettle at some point. Um, so, yeah. So I'm getting my breakfast started. So uh, on today's episode, though, what I wanted to talk about is our influences growing up and like one of my main influences um and this was sparked by uh so i'm getting i'm becoming more and more involved in my church uh i am a youth leader um now i'm not a youth pastor because i'm not a pastor i am a youth leader though and so one of the things that uh oh so that's not so I am a youth leader, but I also have joined, uh, I'm like in a men's group, like a, it's a small group of us, it's probably about seven of us, and we just uh, pretty much sit down, get together every Friday, uh, you know, different ages, races, backgrounds, so we get together every Friday morning at uh, the Panera Bread around the corner from my house, which is exactly the, uh, ironically, the same Panera Bread that my wife works at. And we sit down and discuss a myriad of things, you know, manhood. Uh, we usually go over the sermon topic for the week. Um, and yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. We enjoy each other's company. Um, we sit around. If anybody has anything going on, we discuss that. We pray for each other. We fellowship with each other. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm in a men's group. So right now what we're doing is like a cultural autobiographies in the group so what I what I the reason why this topic kind of like kind of jumped up at me uh, twofold uh, one um, this cultural autobiography and two uh, I had a cousin pass away in January he was a uh, I believe 94 95 um, but just hearing everybody speak at his funeral all the because he was big on education like all the young people who he just affected positively, all the you know, and his when he got up there in age, um, 
uh, not just the the young people either. He had a positive influence on everybody, and I wasn't around him that much, but I always saw Cousin Junior at family gatherings, um, you know, picnics, get-togethers, whatever. Um, Cousin Junior always had like a smile on his face, always thoughtful, um, you know. So just hearing everybody just speak glowingly, uh, and, and not just, you know, hearing a lot a bunch of you know men speak glowingly about how he was a positive influence on their life so that got me to thinking of it and then this cultural autobiography that we're doing uh in, in our men's group um that got me to thinking about my influences and, and one in particular and subconsciously it's kind of stuck with me his influence has uh kind of stuck with me man underneath the surface um for, for my entire life uh, a, a man named craig young uh i first came across mr young in middle school and his son and i craig jr or craig the second i can't remember if he's junior or the second um so craig and i became fast friends in middle school we were like super tight you know, all throughout middle school. And one thing that I noticed was, you know, I grew up with, without, I, you guys know I grew up without my father. Um, so, you know, I had a few male teachers, but at the end of the day, some of them were just like, they was like, yo, I'm the teacher, you know, not necessarily, you know, going out there to like, you know, do the role model thing. I, I'm just a teacher. Um, but, you know, and some of them were different. Some of them, like uh, Mr. Crump, he actually was at Central High School long enough that he taught my mom, he taught my aunt, he taught my uncle when they went there, you know. And shout out to my mom. She just celebrated uh, her 70th birthday. Um, I just celebrated my 39th birthday, my sister and I. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. So um, who influences you? You know, so... One of the things that I take great pride and joy in doing um, is volunteering at my daughter's school. My youngest daughter is in fourth grade, um, and I enjoy volunteering at her school because, one, I like kids. I think kids are cool, especially if you take some time to, like, you know, get to know them, uh, peek in, you know, take a peek into their world, and just, you know, see what they, what goes on in their little brains, man. Kids are, are, are pretty cool. Kids are complex. Kids are thought provoking. Um, so I like going up there and, and volunteering. And, and, you know, one day one of the secretaries was like, uh, Mr. McIntosh, you know, you just don't know how, how big your influence is just by being here. And I don't necessarily pay attention to it because, you know, I get to see my, it gives me uh, uh, extra time to see my daughter during the day because I work nights, so I, I might not get a chance to see her, you know, except, well, really, I don't get a chance to see her unless it's, you know, in the morning getting ready for school. Pardon the water, I have to rinse my knife off. Sorry about that. But I did tell you guys I'm fixing myself breakfast. But, um, so, you know, I was just really doing it at first to just, you know, get to see my daughter, um, kind of be there as like that silent figure lurking in the background to keep the kids straight, you know, like make sure they're not, uh, you know, fighting and roughhousing and stuff like that. Because, you know, 
kids are going to be kids and that happens um but yeah so beth was like uh mr mcintyre you just you don't know how much of a positive thing it is that you're here and i'm like oh okay cool she was like no you really don't mean it. and she's a white woman and she's she's like man the fact that the kids not only see a man up here but a black man goes a long way in helping like you know their self-esteem um their their self-fulfillment to see a black man actually like you know interacting with them when you know a lot of them might not have a, a father in the household or any like male role models she's like it's a great thing that you're doing and, and we appreciate it here and i was like oh you know when she said that, i was like man that's okay i never really thought of it like that but you know hey i i just it's me being of service and that's how i look at it I, me being of service i'm being of service to those kids you know um and like I said, it's not just my kid, you know, it's other, you know, other kids and like all my daughter's friends. Hi, Olivia's dad. You know, it's, it's so funny. Um, you know, uh, so my chief is, is, is funny because um, thinking about that and, and thinking about Mr. Young, one of the things that I remember about Mr. Young, man, is like he was at everything, you know, growing up. Like, whenever we had school dances, Mr. Young was the chief chaperone. Um, whenever we went on field trips, Mr. Young was on the field trips. You know, Mr. Young was there, man. Um, and that has such a big influence on me. Because, you know, I, I didn't grow up with my father. Uh, my father died when I was 10. Um, and just not necessarily having, like, my Uncle Keith was there. But, you know... He was also, you know, a bachelor, you know, living his own life, you know what I'm saying? So he made time for us, but, you know, he wasn't always around. And it's like Mr. Young was always around. So I saw Mr. Young a couple days out the week, you know, he was there to kind of help with the, the end of school stuff too, you know, getting the kids on the buses and stuff. I just remember Mr. Young being a positive influence on my life and just a positive presence there you know breaking be it breaking up fights you know keeping the kids from dancing too close at the school dances which you know i did on occasion um i had a huge crush on his daughter crystal um and come to find out you know such a small world uh my wife and, and, and crystal were actually friends in high school um and so um you know so Craig Young was a, a, a huge influence on my life. So I was reminded of this and how amazing an influence he was, you know, doing this cultural autobiography. And so what the cultural autobiography is, is pretty much um, you, you give a cultural background of yourself um, as it pertains to like your family, uh, growing up, um, things that you remember uh things that you know about your heritage and stuff like that and, and kind of like in a christian sense but also you know just it's a it's a blueprint of who you are and just thinking about it man it was just like man that's part of who i am man mr young's influence so when i go up to the school like that's why i try to that's why i volunteer my time um that's why i coach you know 
just to be a positive influence, a positive male influence. Because a lot of times, uh, kids, people in general, growing up where I grew up, coming from where I'm from, Linwood and Sturdivant, didn't have, you know, a, a lot of us didn't have dads. Um, like I, I've said several times, you know, the only one of my friends who had their father in the house was Craig. Um, so I, I, I didn't have that. And so my mindset set is to not only be there for my kids, but to also, you know, possibly be a positive influence for a kid who may not have anybody to look up to a kid that may be lost. Um, a kid that may be searching for themselves because I've been there. I've been in those shoes before. Um, so, you know, I was just, it, it, it come to find out, man, uh, Mr. Young passed away last year. And I was just thinking about, you know, how great of an influence he had on my life, man. And how I just don't have a chance to tell him that, you know. And, you know, I, that saddens me. The fact that I don't have a chance to tell him, um, you know, how much he influenced me in a positive way, uh, how much he, you know, impacted my life growing up, um, because that's how I try to be in my own kids' lives, I, you know, my kids, they, you know, my kids are friendly, so they have friends, but, you know, a lot of them, uh, like my son has, you know, my son really hangs out with, he only has like two real friends that he hangs out with. And um, I don't think either one of those kids, you know, dads are around. Uh, you know, I don't know one of them, uh, his best friend, uh, his dad lives out of state in another state. So they do spend a lot of time with him um, and he is in the picture. But uh, the other kid he hangs out with, I, I just don't know. And I haven't asked either. Um so I'm not going to assume, but from just based off of conversations with my son, um, his dad is never mentioned. So, um, but you know, I just try to be that the dad that's there, you know, like, Hey man, um, whenever you see my son, you see me, um, whenever you see my daughters, I'm there, you know, and I try to be there and I feel, you know, it gets to me sometimes because I, I work in the afternoons and the evenings. So a lot of times I'm not able to be around for things. And I feel like the one kid that really suffers because of that is Jasmine, who's my oldest daughter, because um, I was able to go to pretty much all of CJ's soccer games. Um, I coached Liv, so uh, I was at all her soccer games by default because I'm the coach. Um, but Jazz, I haven't, I've only been to one band thing. Um, this entire year um and it sucks that i gotta watch her perform and, and as stellar as she's doing you know so i have to watch it on video you know um so i just try to be there i just try to be a presence a positive presence um so let me give y'all update on my breakfast uh my coffee is in my french press uh, I got my water boiling because I just eat, you know, quick oats, the little three-minute quick oats just because, man, still cut oats, still cut oats, which are, are my favorite type of oatmeal. Um, man, they take way too long to cook, you know. So, um, 
but yeah, that's going to be it. It's a pretty short episode. Um, but I just wanted to know, like, uh, you know, what were your influences growing up? I know a lot of guys that I grew up with, uh, our coaches were their positive, uh, their, their, their male role models, their male influence, you know, um, you know, be it a basketball coach, football coach, Coach Thomas in the uh, in, in, at Central was a huge figure in a lot of people's lives. Um, so were some of the other coaches there. Um, man, out uh, one of my brother's track coaches, Coach Lynch, huge influence in, in his life. But not just his life. I know other people that was on that same track team, and they keep all types of praise on coach Lynch, um, because of his influence on them and track. Um, a lot of people who I went to high school with, uh, that were in the band, they talk about my boy Antonio, um, shout out to Antonio Wheeler. We call him lump. That's the, the name we gave him in college. Um, but he talks about our old band director, glowingly like he was a second father and so a lot of us you know who grew up without dads or even grew up with a with, a, with our dads in the house because it's not that's not just mutually exclusive because like my, my cousin Andre who who's not my cousin by blood but he's my cousin nonetheless because my uncle Keith and his dad are best friends so we were always there you know we were always um at their house during the summertime. Uncle Andre was a huge influence on me. Uncle Andre uh, taught me how to be assertive when I when I want something. I'll never forget. Uh, we were in Taco Bell once. In Taco Bell once. And it was a pretty long line. And we were... Uh, I remember this moment like it was yesterday. Um, we were in Taco Bell. I had ordered a Mexican pizza. And it was broken. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, anybody who's had a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell, they know that, like, uh, you know, when the Mexican pizza is broken, it's kind of like, it's kind of hard to eat because it's kind of hard to pick up, whatever. So Uncle Andre was like, well, go up there and ask for a fork. And me being all timid and stuff at like 15, 16 years old, I went and stood in the back of the line. And, you know, I was sitting there because he took me and my sister out. You know, it was just the three of us. Um, so he was like, I, could, I was just waiting in the line, and it was a long line. And I, I didn't want to look at Uncle Andre because I could kind of feel like him getting annoyed at the sheer fact that I'm waiting in this long line, and all I need is a fork. So I'm at the end of the line. They're taking a long time. And all of a sudden, I just see Uncle Andre get up. And he walks up to the window assertively, and he's like, yo, I need a fork. Can I please have a fork? My my pizza, my Mexican pizza is broken, and he took it up there. He's like, can I have a fork, please? And so they gave him a fork, and he looked at me as I sheepishly walked over to the table. I never, you know, I, I don't think I've, I've probably been more embarrassed than that, but it's like, man, that sucked. You know, that feeling of, like, disappointment, like, I let Uncle Andre down just because, you know, I was I didn't stand up for myself or I wasn't assertive enough just to get something as small as a fork. Just feeling like I let him down because of that. It was just kind of like, man, so he had to talk with us 
on the way home about, you know, just when you have things, when our things that you're one, you know what I'm saying, the realm of possibility, you know, or you need, don't ever be afraid to go out and get them, you know, never be afraid to go out and get them, you know, so that's, that's just one of the many, like, man, he taught us that he gave us a sex talk, uh, me and my brother and my cousin, um, he, man, just so much. So I'm forever, eternally grateful to Uncle Andre, man, just because of the influences that he had on my life, man. Uncle Keith has taught me, you know, about responsibility and taking care of your money and always uh, dressing nice, you know what I'm saying? That's one thing. Uncle Keith is a sharp dresser, and he's about his money, you know? Um, So it's just, it's wild when you look back at it, but, you know... If I had, you know, I don't have too many regrets in my life. Um, I do regret not being able to tell Mr. Young uh, the positive influence that he was in my life. Um, So I'm going to reach out, you know, because little Craig's not on uh, Facebook. So I'm going to just reach out to his sister, you know, and and try to reconnect with Craig. Uh, Just because, man, it was just like... Man, like, we were we were super tight in middle school, man. Super tight. And it's just kind of like we, uh, you know, grew up, went to second separate high schools, and, you know, that was kind of that. We we did see each other, you know what I'm saying, because they didn't live too far from us. Um, and, they, and it's so funny. They actually went to church with Meech. So the couple times that I went to church with Meech and his grandparents, you know, I saw them. Um... So, those are my apples going into my pan, man. These apples about to be fire, cuz. Yeah, I'm just cooking some apples with some cinnamon and, and you know, some, just some spices just to make myself. Because I don't like plain oatmeal. I'll eat plain oatmeal, but I don't like plain oatmeal. Got some coconut oil down, um, you know. So, I'm just looking through my cabinet, seeing what I could, what I could make these apples more fire with, you know. So, uh, but yeah, man, do I have any more, uh, man, Mr. Crump, Ben Crump, who, like I said, he taught, he was a teacher at Detroit Central, um, he taught my mom, my uncle, and my aunt when they were students there in the 60s, uh, he, you know, taught me how to tie a tie, he taught us how to balance a checkbook, he taught us, one of the things that he made sure he taught us in, in, in high school, because we had him for, I believe we had him for accounting, but one of the things that he made sure that we knew how to do, and you hear the fan, I'm sorry. Uh, my grease is a little too hot. I can turn the fan off now. But one of the things that he wanted to make sure that we did in high school before we graduated was to learn how to do our taxes and how to balance a checkbook. So he kind of took that, took it upon himself to teach us how to do those things in class. And it wasn't a part of the curriculum, but he just felt that we needed to know that, you know, um, so, uh, and my father-in-law is a big influence on me, man, my father-in-law, man, so I've spent more father, more time with my father-in-law over the, the past, like, two weeks than I have, because uh, we hung, well, we didn't hang out really on Saturday, we, uh, you know, I'm looking for a, I'm in the market for a second car right now. Um, cause my van, my van finally died on me the day after Thanksgiving, had that van for 13 years, got over 240,000 miles on it. 
Um, I was going to ride that van to the wheels fall off. It's the first vehicle I ever put my name on to own. Um, so the van has a special place in my heart, man, and I'm sad, honestly. But, you know, I'm, uh, I'm looking for a second car, you know, um, to pretty much to ease the pressure on my wife so I can, you know, drive myself to work. You know, if, if I need to give her a break and take the kids somewhere, then I'll do that. Uh, you know, I'm a mom's main form of transportation as well. So, uh, yeah, man. So I hung out with him this past Saturday because uh, he took me. Uh, a friend of his uh, owns a car lot, so we went and looked at a car there. Um, and then um, he just came over on Monday. We kicked it. Uh, he... um. Uh, we went to, uh, we went up to another car lot, had a nice little drive up to MLA city, uh, to look at a couple cars, man, just get a chance to kick it with them. It gave, it gave me the opportunity to do things that I couldn't do with my father. And like my father-in-law, you know, that's my, that's my guy, man. I love him. I love him dearly. Uh, we, we swap stories on, on the way home, um, I told him how I met Robin, and he had never heard that story. Um, so yeah, man, my father-in-law is a, is a is a excellent and beautiful example of what a father should be, um, you know, in my life because he loves his kids. He will and, and, and he'll give you the shirt off his back, you know what I'm saying? But he loves his kids, loves his grandkids, do anything for any of us, you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, Pops is a, a a huge, huge influence in my life, man. Um, so, like, man, you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things. Like, I was learning this week because I've never bought a used car before. Um, so, I, there are questions that I, I'm embarrassed to say that I didn't know to ask. And Pop is like, you know, hey, do this, do this, ask this. Um, you know, see what, see where that came from, see what the price on this is, see, see what they can do for you here, here, and here, and I'm like, damn, man, like, I never would have asked that had it been me by myself, you know, because like I said, I've never been, oh, that's, uh, salt with some curry in it, uh, I've never been in that position where I had to buy, like, a used car or anything like that, so I was kind of like, you know, I didn't, because I didn't have to, so, um, you know, he helped me a lot and hopefully, uh, he'll be willing to, uh, ride with me, you know, uh, well, help me out through this buying experience. Cause he's, you know, he's bought used cars before. He kind of knows, you know, what to do, how to navigate it all. So, um, yeah, man. So he said he'll be down just, you know, if I need him, just give him a call. And I, I know I could just call him just to say what up, man, you know, tell me some stories about, you know, when he was a young athlete, you know, uh, and, and all that stuff, man. So it's like to have that sort of experience, man, that I didn't get to have with my father, um, with a man who, uh, you know, is a big influence on my life, man. That's it's a beautiful thing. And I, and I actually, you know, finally get to have that. Um, so, you know, I appreciate it. And, you know, I tell Pops I appreciate him and stuff like that. So, oh man, you know, Robin's a daddy's girl. So I told her, so we joked that she was going to be jealous because I had been spending so much time with her and she wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, I'll be back. Um, and like I said, hopefully 
Uh, I'm going to listen back to the audio playback, but you guys know me. I usually, I don't do any edits or anything like that. So the podcast is raw. The podcast is raw uh, because it's, I feel like it's more real and authentic this way. Uh, let me check these apples. Apples looking nice, fam. Um, so uh, thanks for, you know, sitting here kicking it with me while I cook my breakfast. Uh, and this is the Black Dad Chronicles, and I'll be back soon. Peace.